0: It's time for Swinging Blindly, the show where PJ and Blaze make their bold baseball predictions. Once in a while, they'll hit a home run. Sometimes they'll hit a grounder or fly ball somewhere. But most of the time, they're going to swing and miss.
1: Strike three, you're out.
0: Here he is, stepping into the batter's box. The man with the plan, who roots for a team with a late legend named Stan, it's not unusual for him to
1: lead off, P. B. J. Geary. As always, I am joined by a fella who roots for Gio Urshela. Two guys who are sincerely hoping that their team start to do better. If you are joining us under the downpour, you can stand under our umbrella it's the Swinging Blindly Podcast with PJ and Blaze. Don't you forget a Blaze, what's up? Grade my grade my uh, opening right there first and foremost.
0: I love it, my guy. Well done. Thank you. I, I, I got to get Rihanna out of my head some way, somehow, over the <laughs> next hour or so. But that should be relatively easy to do as we start to talk about our very favorite game, even though our teams make us absolute suckers. And let's face it, the performance is not matching the baseball card on either side. You know, whether you're a Yankee fan or Cardinals fan, I mean, let's face it, bro. The all-star game. We, we needed a break from these teams.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? I, I included that line because I feel like Charlie Brown with the, the cloud of rain over him at all times. It's just, <laughs> uh, it it's, it's just no matter where I walk, the cloud follows me and that's we're under a downpour. But you know what? The umbrella is this podcast, my friend. It is so I'm so happy to be back with you and uh, talking some baseball for the likewise.
0: People. Likewise. Uh, the nice people. Charlie Brown reference. It's Christmas in July after all.
1: Thank Oh, I I love that you said that. I love Had that you to said
0: do it. That. Had to do it. It was right there. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and on our social media, Facebook.com slash swinging blindly podcast on Twitter at swinging blindly. So let's uh, get right into it, my guy. The home run derby to me, one of the very best events in all of professional sports because there's just something cathartic about hearing how far baseballs are being hit and just the the sheer sound of the crack of the bat the crowd roaring it's really cool
1: yeah i love the I, home run derby so and i mean we can get, we'll get into the all-star weekend more in detail as we get into it i mean do you, unless you want to just get it right out of the way right now, let's just do it. I right now.
0: Let, I mean, let us start off positive. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of negative to get into. Let's, yeah, you know what? We're so. switching
1: it up, please. Let's just talk All Star Weekend now. It's a, it, it just happened. We're fresh off of it. Uh, yeah, yeah and I so as somebody who you know, if you, if you have a gambling problem, if you have a gambling problem, one eight hundred gambler or gambling. Um, no, one eight hundred gambler. You had it right. Gambler, gambler. Thank you. Yeah, one eight hundred gambler. Um, you know, I I have just recently gotten into the the gambling. I, you know, I do, I do not go over my means. I do, I do not. You know, I'm not. I literally do dollar bets here and there just to like, you know, just for a little, just for fun. Yeah. And I ended up doing a, one of the bets I had on the home and I ended up having the eventual winner, Pete Alonso. I did bet on like three or four guys, so I had a pretty good chance, but... The I had um, over the furthest home run hit at 519.5, and then Juan Soto had that 520 that just won it. So that was. Yeah, very- how about that? Yeah, and you know what I people and you know since we're talking about it now, I, I would like to I'd love to get your take on this. So as you know and as we know, people who have watched you know the game for this long, the, the timer aspect is, is fairly new. And with the bonus and the bonus time and just, it's just literally just as many swings, like no outs. Whereas before it was like 10 outs or, so, you know, on a yeah, lot of yeah. amount of outs per, per, um, at bat. What is your take on that? And and, and I want to, I want to ask you before I say what, I, what mine has just become. Oh, so I absolutely. I,
0: sure. Sorry. I stepped on there for there for a little no, bit. No, no, you're okay. Um, I, I love it. I love the, the new timer thing because, what it does is it puts everyone on the same playing field. It puts greater emphasis on each pitch. Because before, when it was just the 10 outs, how many times did you see a guy take a pitch? Mm-hmm. Because it, it then becomes, with that uh, 10 out thing, where you are zoning the, p- the pitch. You are not going to swing unless that pitch is perfect. You know, Now having the timer and everything... That adds a great deal of emphasis and pressure on getting that perfect pitch, mm-hmm. and yeah. being able to pace yourself as well. I mean, the the reason why Pete Alonso won is because he paced himself better than the other seven. Uh,
1: oh, and his and his pitcher, uh, the the bench coach of the Mets, Jerry, Adel- I might do his yes. first name, Jerry Cross, or uh, uh, I can't think of his last name right now
0: yeah i know who you're talking about there. yeah yeah
1: um he he was on a uh, some podcast this this up this last week because of the home run derby because he was just so accurate and that that becomes a thing too with the timer and so i think a counterpoint that people could have and i just want to throw this out there is with the out system it it continues on baseball being the only sport without a timer but i'm on your side I love it. I think baseball fans being able to have a countdown for the first time, the 10, nine, eight, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the the rounds for each guy, yeah. Yeah. like that's something that they don't get in regular games. And I think these, these events, the all-star game, the, the home run derbies, these type of deals, they need to be different than what you get in the regular season. And I, sir, I love it. I, like you said, it, it, I think strategy is much more in play. I think, um, you know, you have, the the, like I said, the pitcher throwing to you is definitely something that it needs to be taken into consideration. It's just, uh, and I know there was controversy with how technically they're supposed to throw the ball, you know, when the ball lands. But I don't know. I personally don't really care. It
0: didn't seem like that was a huge point of emphasis, anyhow, and
1: uh, it, it, it happened in the ending with Gallo and Mancini um, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, they weren't. It really. wasn't egregious enough. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't enough for me to be like, eh. Like that was, unless I, if I had money on it, you know, I was talking gambling earlier. If I had s- substantial money on it, maybe I would feel differently. But luckily, I didn't. Um, yeah I
0: mean the, and you know I, I understand that that whole side of the coin yeah. too with the timer and everything, but really, okay, think of it like this. The NBA has the skills competition. Mm. The, you know they where they have the the dunk contest and you have you know the the shoot around drills and all that stuff. You know this is baseball's exhibition skills competition. Because you're not gonna you know sit there and watch a bunch of players make dazzling plays. That's not gonna bring any entertainment at all. No, what brings the entertainment is to see home runs get belted all over
1: the place. So there was this video though, a, a counterpoint to that, where in Japan they do um, a bunt derby where they have like a giant um, target like on the left and right sides of the mounds and like on certain spots at certain points. Yep. And honestly, I I would watch a dunk, a bunt derby in the in Major League baseball. Because you know what? Who would even be in it because they don't even bunt anymore.
0: <laughs> well, you'll have to bring Ichiro out of retirement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That would make yeah. it even better. That would make it even better bring back bring back guys who could still lay down a bunt. Right. Right? Oh, no. That, that that would be amazing.
0: Okay, there we go. So who else besides Ichiro? Oh, like, man. Is Ichiro just kind David of... David
1: Eckstein. David Eckstein. No question about it. David for Eckstein. Cardinals. Big, big bunter. Yeah. I don't know which team he would do it for. I guess he won a, he won a ring with both the Angels and the Cardinals, so he'd, he'd have to take his pick. I would hope um, that he
0: would do it for the Cardinals. Not yeah. just for yourself. Well, I mean,
1: he, he did win the World Series MVP with them.
0: Right, but also, too... I mean, what he did against the Yankees in his career? No, I'm sorry, I need him True. in the league. So
1: <laughs> I don't know who else. I, that's a good question, man. I, what about
0: I okay, uh, American League ahead. guy uh, Kenny Lofton?
1: Oh wow, Juan Pierre. Gotta love Juan Pierre. You gotta you gotta bring Juan Pierre back for them. trying to think of yeah, I'm trying to think of the guys who did it lefty, but then there's also just. Certain dudes who just like Craig Biggio, I feel like, might have been a, a pretty good bunt guy. Jeter was uh, a good runner. Yeah. Yeah. Guys who can just lay it down. That's a, that's a skill. I don't care who you like. I think hitting a home run is more luck than skill. I think bunting is more skill than luck.
0: Yeah. But with the way home runs are hit, it almost seems like it's become a specialized skill.
1: True. Okay. With that's fair. With, with the launch angles. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Back in the day when they were just. If you got, if you hit it good enough with your regular swing, you know, the invitation of the the quote unquote power swing, the innovation. Yeah. It's like a video game now.
0: Yeah. I mean, now what is a power
1: swing? (laughs) Every single swing.
0: (laughs) That's just it. How is it differentiated from your regular swing?
1: So did you, so that's, you know, and then uh, as we were, you know, Pete Alonzo, for those who didn't, Uh, catch it, ends up winning the Home Run Derby, an impressive 35 home runs in the first round.
0: Yeah, 35 Um, home runs and 40 swings, bro. Yeah. That is unbelievable. I'm telling you, testament to the pitcher. Yeah. And can I also say that it was probably a good thing, I think, for the Home Run Derby that Shohei Otani got beat in the first round. Yes. I absolutely feel that way because it – was you know now, now you could really focus on you know the story of Trey Mancini. You know you, you had the storyline of can Pete Alonso repeat as a uh, home run derby champion? You know, Trey Mancini and his story. I mean, and Shohei Otani, I'm sorry, the guy just didn't belong in it. Well, to be honest, bro.
1: You know what, he was a slow starter, because when he got on his run, like that, it's actually I hand up, I did not end up staying up for the entirety entirety of the event. But one of the things I did catch was Pete Alonso's first round as well. And then right after that was um, Otani and Soto. And to their credit, the most entertaining round, probably the entire competition. Yeah. So, you know, he started late. I mean, hey, he kept up with Soto. I mean, I don't know if he didn't belong. I mean, Otani leads the major leagues in home runs, so I don't know how you could say he didn't belong in that situation. There, He
0: he just.
1: But, I mean, you know, he just. People, and maybe I can get your, your take on this real quick. People were talking about how maybe you know one of the reasons why he went to the Angels instead of like a team and like you know you know said that he didn't want to go to the Yankees was because of the wasn't sure how he could uh, you know be deal with the the limelight so to speak as as Stephen A. Smith so eloquently put it recently. Oh, um, sure. you know, uh, people were saying that, and I honestly don't see it like that. I feel like. Otani is a guy who just sees ball hits ball and maybe not that he didn't understand the concept of the Homer derby, but you know, first time doing it, he's in front of, you know, this is the limelight. I don't know. Just curious to see what you, what your take is on that.
0: Yeah. I just, I feel like this, this, this game and, and big baseball people in general, they're very quick to hype people like a Shohei, like a Mike Trout. Who are they? Great players, yes, but I'm sorry, you know, to me, you don't just rise to superstar meteorically like he has. I, I'm sorry, bro. I need to see more before I really am bought into Shohei, True. and that's how I feel about a lot of people. Damn. I mean, you you know that I don't jump on those trains
1: right away. We very much differ on that opinion there. Yes, we do. I I think the fact that this guy throws 100 miles an hour and is playing not only when he's pitching and hitting dingers to the point of major league lead, 30-plus home runs, first first starter at both positions in in an all-star game that he deserved. He throws 100 miles an hour. I mean, it's... Babe Ruth has got nothing on Shohei Ohtani. That is that, the, that I, is a fact. Why is that comparison? That is a is fact. That, bro, yeah, I, it's is, a fact. I, no, it uh, I How how, do, how can you say it's not a fact? You never you, neither the one of us ever it. was a saw lot different. It. Babe Ruth played against a bunch of plumbers and freaking guys who would go work on construction sites in the offseason. Like he wasn't playing against the athletes that the I, I don't know. Well, I, I, it's it's something that I feel well, very passionate exactly about. that's exactly
0: what I was about to say. But to yeah. say that Babe Ruth doesn't have anything on Shohei Otani. Oh,
1: I just, bro, man. I'm sorry. I can't I can't go there. Shohei because- Otani would strike out Babe Ruth 99 out of 100 times at the very least. It's well, not right even- now
0: he'd strike him out 100 out of 100. But that's beside the point.
1: Oh, wow. That, they,
0: I like that you said that. I mean, the thing is, though, I can't compare. That's fine. That's fair People from a hundred years ago to how okay. they do today. I can't right. do
1: that. If Can you I?
0: want to go right ahead. No, no, no. no. I Can guess. I tell you
1: something? Can I tell you something? Of course. I agree with that. What you just said, so much. I happen to be a big fan of like the LeBron James. I happen to be obviously not a big Otani fan, but I'm, I'm gladly recognizing the greatness that we are seeing right now um, sure. and and the rarity of it but I've always steadfastly and you can ask a good friend of ours, Brett, this exact question you know you can ask him if this is true I have always said you cannot compare generations the like great ones are great ones but a guy from hundred literally over hundred years ago. Uh, or maybe a little less, a little less than that, but either way, just about a hundred years ago to, to I don't even
0: think you can compare 20 years ago. Yeah. The game has changed so much. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. I, I mean, it's so, it's fun. It's fun for me to scream about, you know, this, that, the other thing, like, Oh, he's the best. You know, it's how Otani would strike out Babe Ruth. It's fun for me to scream about that. And I do, I do stand by that, that Otani is a better athlete Play baseball player than Babe Ruth. I will stand by that.
0: I think there's well, very little to dispute about the fact that Shohei Otani is a better athlete. And then again, You have to, yeah, well, I mean, then again, you have to look at the time. I mean, back in the, you know, 20s and 30s and, and the mid to late to 19-teens.
1: But if a guy it, like I mean, Shohei Otani... I wasn't Ohtani. even
0: done making my point, but what I was going to say is it was acceptable in that time to you know be walking around and you know drinking beer and eating all these hot dogs and smoking a bunch of cigarettes and you know no one thought anything of it it was it was acceptable to show up to the ballpark hungover and hit home runs and all that stuff i mean the the contracts weren't nearly what they what they are so it's I th- I think because of all the money that is in professional sports that was not there today, I think yes, the standard has become higher. Because the standard has become higher, then you gosh darn better better well be a better athlete. So I yeah. I I think we're saying the same thing just in, in very ways. very different ways.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fair. I, I ju- I'm a big I'm just you know I'm a modern day. I, I go with what I know and what I've seen. Like I don't, honestly. Like if if we're being uh, like completely serious and honest, I don't even really care about what happened before my lifetime, because I wasn't here for it. You know, I, I my baseball fandom started when I was nine years old, eight years old. Like it's not not to disrespect, and and I understand I might get a little flack for for disrespecting Babe Ruth, and I'm not trying to, because my entire life I grew up. Like Babe Ruth was the best, and you know what? I mean, he's the first Hall of Famer, so I mean,
0: I mean, but <laughs> can you even make that claim that that Babe Ruth Babe Ruth was the best? Uh, see, I'm not so sure you can. I the thing is, you have I, I, to. You have to. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Babe Ruth was unquestionably the best player of his time. Yeah. Now, now, you know, flip a coin between. Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams, which one was the better player? You could make any. I mean, I even as a Yankee fan, I probably give the nod to Ted Williams, but it's close. It's close. So okay. And then I, I just don't. I think it's so hard to say, and this just not this just doesn't apply to baseball. I just have a really hard time with saying. You know, so-and-so is the best of all time because the, game, the games have changed so differently, you so
1: drastically,
0: especially in baseball.
1: I was about to ask you who you thought was the best player of all time, so you already answered that. You don't think you can answer it. so.
0: Well, I, I think what you have to do is you have to say, this was the best player of such-and-such such generation. I think that's how you have to do it. I think that's really the fair way of doing it just because the game has changed so much, even from 20 years ago, heck, even from 10 years ago, I mean, 10 years ago, we weren't hearing all this nonsense about launch angle and exit velocity and all this other stuff. I mean, bunting was still a thing. The stolen base was still a thing. I mean, I know you were just saying that you're, that you don't really necessarily care about what, what happened before your lifetime. And yep. while yes, I understand that, but with that said, I mean we're never gonna see baseball like it used to be played, where there was stolen base, like there was the the emphasis on fundamentals, you know, where the where there was an emphasis on bunny. I mean, there's no better example of that than you know, the nineteen eighty five Cardinals. I mean, who oh, yeah. just who ran all over everyone and put pressure on the defense. You know, that doesn't happen today. And I'm just really concerned that we're going to continue to see a very watered down version of what baseball is supposed to be as time goes on.
1: Well, and I think I, I have two things. One, I think supposed to be is relative because baseball, I don't think needs to be one certain way. I think it, I agree. it, it is what, it is whatever, what it needs to be, to be honest. <clears throat> and what Major League Baseball wants the most is what they want it to be is whatever's going to put put butts in the in the seats and, and get them ratings on TV. So, <clears throat> but as a fan, I think, you know, baseball is whatever you make it. So I, you know, supposed to be, yeah, I, I've loved, I've loved as an NL fan. My entire life, of course, I love the bunts. I love small balls, especially as a Cardinal fan, basically. And I, I love stolen bases as well. And it's just, you know, it's just like any other sport. It, it, it evolves, it adapts, and you know what? Like a lot of trends in the world, a lot of things uh, go out of style and then they come back again. So I think we just kind of have to watch, wait and see.
0: Yeah, I guess my, I guess my issue is, is as you need to clear your throat, I can hear. I uh you know so so if you need to turn your mic off and do that go ahead or what have you i i guess my issue is that it seems to be because there's so much money in baseball and so much money in professional sports that it just feels like mediocrity is acceptable the strikeout is acceptable we were taught striking out is a bad thing swinging and missing coming up empty we missed the ball that should not be viewed as An acceptable thing. I mean, all the strikeouts that exist. You look at the low batting average. I think really, what what Major League Baseball wants, what the fans want for the game, are very different. I see a huge disconnect between the league and its fan base. And there's no better evidence. As we probably do need to move on, there's no better evidence. (laughs) the, The stupid uniforms. Oh my gosh. The oh, yeah. All Star Game uniforms. I mean, my goodness, can we have the the uniforms where, where you you know where the guy is able to wear his team jersey instead of this uh, this this other crap?
1: Yeah, I'll never. I'll never. See,
0: that was awful.
1: I'll never be okay with that. That's for sure. That'll never ever be. We'll always agree on that. It's. Uh, I feel like it was always a bad. You know, it's a badge of honor yeah to, to, you're representing your club you know the team that the team that signs your your check the, t- the city that that represents you that you represent and the city that loves you uh especially if you're an all star i mean if you're an all if you make the team as an all uh, the all star team you're one of the guys that the the team you know is is behind and the the city right. is behind and, right yeah, man, i man. i i'm that's for sure and like, i mean i'm not going to the all star game.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... I mean, I I don't care if he doesn't pitch.
1: You were voted... Go! Go! You were uh, voted there. I... Look, man, I get... I totally get where you're coming from, but... I, it's tough especially the year after a covid year it's tough to get on a guy for a wanting to rest after being hurt and b and not do the travel and, and and events and stuff like that that comes with being there and also wanting to just be with your family like when that is when that is what is the uh, you know it's t- it's tough to get on anybody when that's the quote unquote well not even ex- I'm not going to say excuse well, that's the reason given for a player not being there, it's tough to get. Yeah, but
0: not. you gotta ask yourself: I, well, Is that really the true, authentic reason? Well, it no. I a really well, well, of a well, microphone, no question well, about it.
1: I mean, I, you're you're getting very sleuthy, my friend. I mean, I I don't. I mean, what are we? I'm not. I don't. I'm in no position to question whether that was the truth or not. And frankly, I don't personally care. I, I see. Where, I do again see where you're coming from, and I see, can see where fans in general could be upset. But you know, I'm not. I'm not in any position or nor do I personally care if a guy needs to take some rest. And I mean, and as we've seen is you know, speaking of the Mets, which I guess we'll just hop right into the round for the league. If you want, unless you want to spend a little bit more time on this. Well, uh, I mean,
0: I, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. You know, if you want to, you want to rest, you want to rest.
1: I mean, just. just well, and he gave hey, the reasons to yeah. spend time with his family after a COVID year. You know what I'm saying? Like he was pitching, you know, Away from his family for the entire year in quarantine, basically all of 2020.
0: Which I understand.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't fault the guy or any guys who want to spend four to five days, whatever they got, you know, just at I home.
0: I mean, honestly, the game. The game was so bad. Why? Why even? You know. Mom oh. And-
1: oh yeah yeah. Before we move on, can I'm, we? Right, let's. Can let's. we talk? Yeah yeah. Uh, uh, the NL please, had. First of all, zero starters from any first-place team in the NL. So no Giants, no um, uh, Brewers, and no Mets were in the starting lineup. There were two Pirates and two Reds in the starting lineup. I mean,
0: you know, Brian Reynolds, I I can understand. They're good players. Yeah,
1: they're good players.
0: I can understand Brian Reynolds. I I mean, but even still, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> if if, if a didn't get hurt, you're true, still having the true. same issue that yeah, you just yeah. put
1: up and you're a thousand percent right. Isn't that crazy? It's like the first well, time ever I think it was. I think it well, was actually the first time ever.
0: I mean, my 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 feeling on, on on any of this Salsar stuff and it doesn't depend on the sport, is that you know time it becomes a popularity contest, People mm-hmm. with genuine talent are going to get screwed over. People who have a really good name.
1: Fair and and yeah, I know we spent a lot of time on it, but I also want to add, just to all what you have said in, in general about guys skipping out. We didn't even get to the Astro. All of the Astros not going, like all that stuff. Um, but in 2022, I I will be a little perturbed if uh, guys don't go because this. I feel like this was the year. Take your time. Take your time off. Whatever I can, I can give you the pass. But yet yeah, next year, Blaze, I don't even know where the, where the All star celebrations are next year. But uh, I believe it's L.A., isn't it? It. There you go. I mean, there's no go if you're even if if you're hurt, bring your family. Rest. Don't play. That's fine. But show up if you were voted because I mean, you, you do owe it to players. the fans. I yeah. mean, you have
0: current players that were getting on their peers. Who chose mm-hmm. not to go? Yeah, no, for and, sure, for and sure. And they won. I mean, yeah. because it, what to me the the biggest issue is oh. like you were you are viewed as an elite <laughs> player in Major League Baseball. You know, you. I don't know. Shout,
1: I just, shout out Bethel, by the way. Shout out Bethel alum, Bethel High School alum Matt Barnes' first All Star appearance, and he got an extension got paid. Right, Lisa. So. There you yep. go. So I have him on my fantasy team. It's pretty surreal. I literally went to a f- sleepover third grade, and <laughs> Matt Barnes, he was in fourth grade at the time, uh, was begging to sleep next to me at the sleepover, and I'll never forget really? that. Yep. Yep. Oh. So I, was, I was the cool kid, and he, now he's the all-star pitcher. So shout out, Matt Barnes. Anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Little little personal uh, anecdote there.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, you, you know, we'll be back after this break from Journey. This is Swinging Blind. No, I'm kidding.
1: There you go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Hey, we, you know what? We got into some pretty good stuff there, Blaze. I'm glad we got the all-star talk, and we can go on forever on it. But we will move on to a very abbreviated version of around for the league, uh, if if you're good with it, and we're gonna mix in our Homer minute here as well, Blaze, are you ready to? Uh, I'm ready. Let's go. To, you ready to? As your namesake is, Blaze through this.
0: Wow.
1: I know. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: <laughs> I know it was a good one if I got that. So, uh, all right, let's start. Let's just do it right now. We'll start AL East, my man. We have the Red Sox with a game and a half lead over the Rays. And then the third place Blue Jays, fourth place Yankees, both sit seven and eight games respectively out of first place. And then the lowly Orioles, a twenty-six game uh, deficit there. Uh, your thoughts on the AL East? And then you could just go right into your homer minute, my guy. Well,
0: first and foremost, I mean, as we said before, who thought the Red Sox were going to be here? It looks like Oof. they're going to be here to stay. Jeez. It certainly looks like they are going to outclass Tampa Bay, the moves that they've made. Looks like it's gonna backfire on them a little bit. I'm a little ticked at two things with the Yankees. One, that the Orioles are within twenty games of us. I mean, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. And then the second thing is that you know, we're in fourth place. And to be honest, you can't rely on, you know, Garrett Cole to pull you out of every single rut. I mean, his past two starts, the nine inning complete game shutout against the yep. Astros, and then six hits, one run against the Red Sox in the rain shortened game Saturday night, mm-hmm. where you had the fan, um, you know, peg Alex Berdugo oh, ball, which was just awful.
1: absolutely
0: uncalled
1: for. I actually I, saw a video of that. I saw a video of the guy throwing it. There was a a fan video of him getting, you know, taken out and thrown out of the, with Yankee fans and Boston fans alike pointing at him and getting him out of there. So shout out out to those fans for, you know, pointing out the one bad apple that was just couldn't be contained.
0: Well, Yeah, I mean, because
1: Verdugo was just
0: trying to throw the ball to a kid yeah, and the kid didn't catch the ball and an adult did. And you had these morons chanting, you know, throw it back, throw it back, throw it back, and you threw it back. I mean, it's just, I, I, don't, I don't understand why it's ever been okay to, to do that. I don't care. 50, 40, 30 years ago, however long ago. It, it's a really good way for someone to get hurt, and it could be an unintended person you want hurt or an intended person. Because especially, and you know this from being a player, you, you know you're an outfielder. You're looking at the plate. You're not looking at what's what's happening behind. No. You. Yeah, you're extremely vulnerable.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. That's ah, uh, I've only had that experience only a few times. Just because very rarely did I play in arenas or you know stadiums that had that had people behind yeah. me when I was in the outfield, but. Yeah, for to that extended to that far, but I did a couple times, and yeah, man, it's it's weird. It's weird, like looking over your shoulder and seeing people there, and and like you said, there's no net, there's no nothing, there's nothing there. Like you, you you're putting yourself at the whim of, I mean, geez, we we can get into it a little later, but what, what happened at the Nationals game, man?
0: Well, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, perhaps, we'll get to, we'll get to that. Yeah,
0: well, I mean. Just just give your thoughts really quick on, oh, the, yeah, we'll just do on that. the on the AL East and then we'll zip right over to the NL East and talk. Yeah, let's
1: do, yeah, let's do that. Um Yeah, and then we'll get we'll get your Homer minute in. Um I, I honestly there's not much really for me to add other than I think it's going to be the two the two headed race of Red Sox Rays unless the Yankees well, this could end up being a big four way matchup. Let's Blue Jays returning to Toronto at the end of the month. Um, getting some firepower back, probably making some moves, I would imagine. The Yankees, I do not believe, will stand pat. I believe they go out and do a couple of things. And then I think the Rays-Red Sox, with or without any kind of moves, are there for the long haul. This could be a very entertaining end to the one of the better divisions of baseball, for sure, no um, if not the best. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. And like you said, we were both extremely, horrendously swinging blindly on our Red Sox take at the beginning of the year. Well,
0: us and it <laughs> almost seem like the entire in,
1: yeah nobody nobody collaborative
0: of baseball people. <laughs>
1: yeah, great way to put it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Swinging on to what is probably considered the worst division in baseball, please. Oh my uh, gosh, the I NL East um, with the Mets with a, a narrow two game lead after I don't know if they what the final result of their game today was, but either way, as of right now. Uh, two-game lead on the Phillies, Braves, three games right there, so close at the top. and I mean, close in general. Six games for the Nationals in fourth and eight-and-a-half back are the Marlins, who y- you never know. You well, just never know.
0: I'm sorry, uh, but the Nationals six, Marlins eight-and-a-half back in as bad of a division as this is. I'm sorry, those teams have no shot as far as
1: that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't mean to laugh, but you know, I think you're – think you're pretty accurate there i mean it'll be a three-team race there braves making the big uh, acquisition of jock peterson it seems like the cubs are bowing out uh you know so we'll have to see what happens there but well
0: the cubs are no doubt sellers i mean obviously the 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 braves needed to make some sort of a move without ozuna to to get a class b citizen (laughs) in well or i should say class b player in in, uh, jock peterson I the had Cubs. to do
1: something. Yeah. Well,
0: and and the Cubs, interestingly enough, they traded away. You know, their their or I'm sorry, Atlanta traded away their tw- their 12th uh, ranked prospect, oh, wow. first baseman. You know, who went to the Cubs, which tells me that Anthony Rizzo is getting traded somewhere. You know, this kid's going to get a shot because the Cubs are clearly. So we might as well just jump right to the NL Central. at Yeah, this go point. ahead. Yeah. Uh, the The Cubs are in a, in a very dire need to uh, rebuild. At least the arrow seems to be pointing that way. I don't see any way that Chris Bryant is sticking around or is going to be around. And Anthony Rizzo is like, likely going to get traded because, well, Atlanta dealt their first baseman, you know, 12th overall, overall prospect. So uh, tell us what the NL standings are, which I think kind of back up what I just said. In the yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Interestingly enough. So we have the Brewers in first there. That's not the interesting part, but uh, six game lead over the Reds um, in second. And then the Cubs eight games back in third there with, with the Cardinals sitting there nine and, a, or sorry, nine games back in fourth Pirates. 18 there back probably not doing much the Pirates but I say interestingly enough because it seems like the Cubs are, are the sellers and I I was reading a report earlier today that the Cardinals I mean the, the with sources within the team do not believe that they're going to be sellers and it makes sense when you go and make a deal with like Arnato you're kind of you're kind of saying that you're trying to win now um I, I I am not in any way optimistic right now on the Cardinals. I'll just do a quick Homer eulogy, I'm calling it. I. It's very disappointing. It's very, very um, disheartening. I've kind of bounced back and forth between how I feel about it. Uh, I, as we are speaking right now, I am watching them play uh, 1-1 in the seventh against the Giants. And I haven't watched a lot of them this year, to be honest, just being busy and all that and I'm the most superstitious guy. I'm not a little stitious. I'm superstitious. I, <laughs> I, I watch or I, I very much believe that they do bad when I don't watch, but they've been doing very bad. So my counterpoint to that is maybe if I start watching them more, I will, like if I make it a point to watch them instead of like, you know, I've just been busy and I've been tired and say, so I'll, 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 ch- I'll watch, I'll check my phone in the morning, that kind of deal. No, I have to. I'm gonna make it a point to continue to watch until they fully break my heart. It's been close, but we're not there yet. So, uh, yeah, I you,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, how could you have a lot of optimism with the Cardinals right now? No. I'm not saying that to rub salt in the wound. That's just the reality. No.
1: And Can we I, bounce back to your to the Yankees real quick? I would love to hear just to make me feel better. Your quick anecdote. Okay,
0: sure. Well, I mean, right now Thank we're you. dealing with the I whole COVID thing with some <laughs> of our pitchers and players and whatnot, and it's just uh, you know a bit of a mess. We've got a bunch of AAA guys up right now. We'll see how they do. It is interesting though that Esteban Florial, who we've heard about as Yankee fans for a number of years. That uh, he's supposed to be this next big great center fielder. Well, where is he? Not on not in Yankee pinstripes right now. He's in triple A. I mean, I again, and I know I said it a couple of months ago, that if the Yankees don't make the ALCS that both Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone have to go, another reason for me to another craw in that in in, in that uh cradle, if you will, is that The Yankee farm system is not comprised of very good talent. And I'm sorry, I can't have the the same person making these decisions for my team. Brian Cashman has had a heck of a run. All good things must come to an end, my friend, except for us doing shows.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do want to give you credit, though. Credit where credit is due. You have... You ha- you did say that, and you're owning up to it. You've said both of those things, so you you're facing it head on, and I respect that.
0: Well, I because I I genuinely feel that way.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, I'm it. not
0: someone who backs down from something I said.
1: No. So so but before we move on, uh, so you said you said that. Are you a, would you be a proponent of you know if it gets worse? I don't know what worse would be right now for the yankees but if it gets quote unquote worse are you a proponent of of making those moves in the middle of the season or would you rather them wait until the end of the season regardless i don't
0: like i don't like when moves are made in 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 the middle of a season like that for any team reason being i don't see what it does other than just further exclaims that you're out of it
1: yeah no Uh, yeah i like that you're right yeah when, when the cardinals did it though Then with Schilt, they did make the playoffs. I just want to make that known when they got rid of Matheny and added Schilt.
0: Yeah, but they did that how early into the season, though?
1: That's a good point. It was like June something.
0: and That's not happening right now. Aaron Aaron Boone (laughs) and Brian Cashman have made it this far.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a threshold, I believe, you know, at least in some organizations. The Yankees... What a weird thing it would be for the Yankees to fire their manager at least in the middle of the season. That'd be strange. When's the last time that happened? It's definitely it. Billy Martin. Uh,
0: I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I mean, all Billy Martin did was take
1: the team to the World Series the year before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, to be then, right? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I mean,
0: but, and I get, and I know we've talked about it before. That yeah. Al Steinbrenner is not his dad, George, which. I think, in some ways, is a good thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. With that, with
0: that said, with that said, I mean, there, there does need to be accountability mm-hmm. at the end of this year. And again, to, to me, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable if, if, and I think the reality is imminent, that we're not going to you know, you know, forget about even making the ALCS and making the playoffs. I think is, you know, at best a pipe dream reality. Uh I I just think that these guys need to go. And it'll be interesting to be a relatively neutral observer come October. Which it looks like that's what I'm gonna be, and it looks like that's what you're gonna be too.
1: Yeah, well, you you know, I started mine off as a eulogy and it ended up kind of being more positive. Yours started off just me you know medium and then i mean now you're you've written us both off so i think i'm back to eulogy status
0: well i i think it's (laughs) i think it's the reality
1: man (laughs) i know i i appreciate it honestly i nobody else has talked to me like that like you are and that's why we do this podcast because nobody else has given to me straight like you did and uh i very much appreciate it my friend but you know what let's power through the rest of this we, yeah, we've know. got the, the AL Central. And we, added, we added on to it, but you know what? It's been an amazing episode here on the Swinging Blindly podcast. We appreciate everybody listening, and we hope you continue to as we get through the AL Central, where we have the White Sox with the biggest lead in all of baseball, with an eight-game lead over the Indians. Best, rec- uh, best winning percentage in the AL or in, and in baseball is the White Sox. Um, Indians there eight games back, Tigers thirteen and a half back, Twins sixteen and a half. One of the more bigger disappointments, I uh, the you know, especially c- according to us, for sure, one of the biggest disappointments in baseball is that team, the t- Minnesota Twins, and then the Royals eighteen back in last place. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think there's I was not much I, to say, bro. There's, um, yeah,
0: there's I, I mean.
1: I was, I was, I just want to say this. I, w- I think I was a little higher on the White Sox bandwagon, or, you know, I was kind of, I was thinking they would be, su- they'd be solid, and I certainly am a little disappointed that it's Tony La Russa doing it over there. That certainly is a little bit of salt in the wound, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, they're just a the better team. It, it, I think it's, to use your word that I like a lot, imminent that the White Sox remain in control of that division and we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. So,
0: well, I mean, the interesting thing though, is, is it really is the manager with this team is, is he really making a significant impact?
1: I, I almost I think, think, think so. do, I almost feel like, and I, I'm going to believe this regardless of, you know, it's, it'll never be proven. I want to believe that they're doing it almost in spite of him. <laughs>
0: I mean, this team is plenty good enough. I feel like, yeah. really, unless you had an absolute <laughs> joke of a manager, like... Um,
1: don't get me wrong, I love Tony La Russa, but that's because of what he did with the Cardinals. Kind of a sketchy guy in general, but...
0: I, I, I'm just saying that I, I'm i just not sure if... Excuse me. <laughs> I don't have a don't have a cough button on, on the microphone here, but I, I just wonder if he really is having that much of an impact that that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not willing, I'm not willing to sit here and, you know, I don't want to undercredit him to know how gosh darn good. This team is no. Yeah. It's, it's it's almost like, uh, and everyone else in that division sucks. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) 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 We're just giving it to you straight. This episode, people, uh, don't, not that's just, you know, it's, they do. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, obje- it's not even, it, that's not even not up
0: for debate.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: Indians eight games back and they're like right around 500, aren't they?
1: Um, my God, I just had it. Hold on. I mean, everyone, it, everyone three else games. three be. games up. Yep. 46, 43
0: over 500.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then everyone else is under. Yep. Um, so, that that's that's all you need. That's really all you need to know. And honestly, you know, as we move to the AL West, other than Oakland and Houston, or Houston and Oakland, Houston is one, Oakland is two, I believe. You know that division's the same way. Seattle's not good enough, and the Angels and Rangers are dismal. They're yeah. both under five hundred.
1: I especially I believe a Troutless Angels has. You know, they're not—they're not swimming upstream. That's for sure. And then the Mariners, you know, wow,
0: well played, you. my guy. Thank you. Really thank you. well played. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Mariners, you know, they—they—they they, they seem like they'll be docked uh, right there in third place. And then
0: you know. <laughs>
1: And you know, I think it'll be a race to the moon between the Astros and the Athletics. Who could be? Who can get there first? So, well, uh, <laughs> I just I had to keep going. Come on!
0: But you know, uh, we can't we. You know who we can't leave out? The Walker Texas Rangers. Hey!
1: <laughs> Shout out Chuck Norris for
0: sure. Chuck Norris might make him five hundred right now.
1: Uh, Chuck Norris would just claim the world series and nobody would say otherwise. So there you go. My point uh,
0: is that team is so bad that he might make them somewhat respectable. That was No, he,
1: no, he would win them the entire thing, Chuck Norris. Put some I, respect on Chuck Norris. I, I,
0: listen, bro. I I put a lot of respect in Chuck Norris. I also know how bad this Rangers team is.
1: <laughs> what a clip. Um the NOS, please. Let's get really quick. We have Oh man, oh, I'm that was sorry. So good. I am very punchy today. No, so that was really good. Uh, the giants, <laughs> the giants. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. The giants, who I believe are a big surprise to both of. Them. Yeah, I mean, it has to be right. I, mean, I think we, I think we both had them around third. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, probably.
1: Uh, uh, Fifty-eight and thirty-three. They have the one-game lead over the Dodgers. Um, Padres five games out, and then you know, the uh, but,
0: of, yeah,
1: Cinemas. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean the Rockies and Diamondbacks play baseball in that division, and <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, honestly, maybe not the best because of those bottom two. I'll give the I'll give the best to the A.O. East, but probably the most exciting race is going to end up being that those three teams in the NOS. Oh, there's no doubt about it. It's a three, yeah. t- it's a three horse race. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, to- I'm totally here for it. And uh, yeah, so there you go around for the league. We got a little silly. We got a little fun and.
0: Well, and, and uh, not only that, I mean, when, when Trevor story becomes a free agent from the Colorado Rockies, the Yankees need to sign him, make him the shortstop. The Cardinals boop, also need boop. to sign him. No, it, well, but, but listen, the Yankees need to sign him. <laughs> they need to move Gleyber Torres over to second, move DJ LeMayhew over to first. That'll make that contract look better at the end of it. And then get rid of cold hand Luke Voigt. Then you have a solid, uh, you know, <laughs> with, with Urshela at third, you know, after he's done with his COVID thing. So, I mean, look at that. There we go. That That is that is a move that the Yankees need to make. And I mean, I'm going to be really ticked off if they don't because I love the story. There's a story of a man named Trevor who was a free agent and became a Yankee. I mean, you know, bring him on. Bring him on. Whether it's Brian Cashman, you know, leading the Brady Bunch, I hope not. Maybe a guy named Brady. Who knows? Anyhow. Maybe a guy named Blaze. Well, you know. I think I'll be doing podcasts with you, my guy.
1: (laughs) Um, You could do both. You could run the Yankees and do a podcast with me. Maybe it would actually probably i would imagine you know very much improve the everything about our podcast if you were the gm <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well what i would have to learn how to do is give five minute answers and say the same thing five
1: different <laughs> oh jeez you wouldn't be good at that
0: <laughs> no, no i wouldn't be very good at that no but, you know
1: you know such is life
0: and you know, we, we have a lot of optimism with this team. You know, there's plenty of reason for us to be optimistic. You know, we've seen a lot. We, we know the potential that they have, and we know that they're not living up to the potential, but we do have a lot of optimism for this team. And it's optimism that we've seen, you know, you know, unfortunately only the fans get to get to see what happens on the field and not behind the scenes, but we've seen a lot of optimism, <laughs> just yeah.
1: this crap. I mean, I could do a show really quick for you if you want. Uh, uh, go ahead. You, yeah, you you know, our guys, they they went out and they, they tried really hard. And, and you know, we just came up short. They just came up short. We were just a couple hits away. They came up short. And, you know, we went out there. We really tried our best. But they just came up short. And, you know, you know our pitchers pitched well. You know, a couple walks here and there. Batters had a couple hits. That, you know, could have used another hit here and there but we just came up short.
0: You know, I wish I would have had, like, the Garth Brooks Shameless lined up, or you know, queued up, because I would have played that underneath, it would have been absolutely perfect. You know, with the voice that you did, <laughs> oh,
1: I'm Shameless! <laughs> <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I know, I feel bad, I love, I'm a big... I'm a... <laughs> I'm, a <laughs> I'm a Show guy, and I don't think I did a very good impression, the word it was basically verbatim of speech that he did. But yeah, I mean <laughs> if you could, could do that, please do it.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's the state of our
1: teams. That's the state of our teams.
0: It really is. I mean, like when you first started, I was like, okay, it kinda sounds a little bit like, you know, a Tony Romo, Chris Collins <laughs> Like, I was like, okay, oh. like, like who are you trying to go for here? My and, shill. Or, or, well, I mean, it was clear that you were, you know, trying to aim for, for shill, but, you know, much like him, <clears throat> you yeah, missed. So, Ooh. the, anyhow. Uh, there, I deserve that. I, I heard a little bit of Madden in there, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was, that was, like, every impressionist I've ever heard combined at the same time, and... Yeah. You know, shout-out Mike Schilt. I know he's listening. And, you know, we'll get we'll, we'll write this ship together. Hit me up. Right. We'll hop on a Zoom, and you can tell me that you just came up
0: short. <laughs> you play in the show-me state, so show me why I should believe.
1: Ooh, shout-out you. Right? Just shout-out you, please. Well, shout-out you. Thank you. Thank you very All much.
0: You. Yeah, well... So I mean, the next time we're we're together here in a couple of weeks doing a show, it's going to be after the trade deadline. So we're going to oh, have goodness. a bunch of trade deadline stuff uh, to talk about. I would I would assume. And I love the fact that the trade deadline is on a Saturday Ooh. during the baseball season.
1: That is very cool because I'm usually you know I'll be at work or whatever trying to sneak in sneak my phone time in, right? You know, checking it out because I mean, because it doesn't end at like it's
0: ends at a weird time, right? Four o'clock.
1: Yeah, 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 it's an afternoon thing. So yeah. that, that's going to be awesome. Just throw on the TV. Man, we'll be network or whatever you want to watch. And, you know, whatever, whatever you need to – I'll have my laptop on. I'll have the TV on. Right, yeah. I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be locked in. And we'll probably – we'll be texting each other the entire day, I imagine, because I imagine both of us are looking forward to our teams possibly making some kind of move to salvage whatever is left of this season.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you play in the Show Me day, Show Me State, and I play in, you know, the Excelsior State Ever Upward, which is what our teams need to do. And speaking of Ever Upward, well, it's time for us to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bro, thanks, as always, for, for everything that you do uh, for the show and, you know, steering this mighty ship of ours, and... You are listening to Swinging Blindly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can hear us on your favorite community radio station, assuming that they are part of the Pacifica Radio Network of Low Power FM stations. And find us on social media, facebook.com slash Podcast, And on Twitter at Swinging Blindly. Right, PJ Geary?
1: Yes, sir.
0: All right. Well, shall we go swing and miss now? Hey, man. Who John? cares? Alright, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> we care about the show. We care about you. Love to all. See you in two weeks.